to your new favorite team, the podcast that looks into what makes the fan experience so special. I'm your host, Chris, and let me introduce my co-host, who wanted to do a podcast called My Eyes Feel Like Raisins, a podcast about staring at screens. Lizzie, Lizzie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, who came up with that great podcast idea? This week's Lizzie's Other Podcast was submitted by Lizzie herself. <laughs> yeah, I, I stand by it, too. I kind of, it took a minute, but I like it. If you have a submission for Lizzie's Other Podcast, email them in at Lizzie's Other Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So let me just tell you what brought me to this conclusion. It's that uh, my eyes feel like raisins because I've been staring at screens for too long. Yeah. Uh, I For the audio, my eyes are shut right now. I'm going to try to do the whole it, podcast with my eyes shut. It is weird. It is weird. I guess you could. My goal for the podcast is to get so comfortable doing it that I get a, a different mic and I truly record these laying down. Oh, <laughs> on, on my back. Just on you, my back. Have you heard the... Um, did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the couple, Ron Swanson and his wife, who's also in the show, Tammy. Megan Mullally? Mullally? Mullally. Sure, her. Um, they have a podcast where they're literally like sitting in their bed recording the podcast because apparently, like, I don't know if you've heard people like will go to their closet to record a podcast. It's uh-huh. the, the way that the like, I don't know the fabric. I, I don't know. It creates a good sound barrier. Like it has okay. good acoustics and they call it, it's something I'm sure it's real quippy, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I respect that. And that is going to be my move as well. Like as we get going, I'm going to figure out how to record this. Just lay it down. We will just, be turning the camera off for that though. I don't want to just see your face, your beard. Just oh yeah. Like, it would just be like my chin. It would be disgusting. We would not want to see that. Not very flattering of you, but no, no, we'll go mics. We'll go cams off for that one. Yeah. You can hold me accountable to this too. I'm trying to not make my eyes feel like raisins. So I'm trying to get that percentage of my screen to go down next Sunday morning at 9 a.m. When it goes, bring. Is there anything percent. worse? Yeah. You're 20% up from last week. I'm like, on the Holy Sabbath, you're going to remind me right now. Woke up. It's the most depressing thing. I'm like staring at my phone, like flipping through like TikToks, And I get that. I'm like, ah, this yeah. is terrible. Like it's I just like, put my phone down to me. It's like happy Sunday. You suck. Yeah. This was your day of rest. No, you're going to now feel bad and not just stare at your phone. Yeah. Self-deprecate self-deprecation starts right now. Yeah. I, I hate the update. I'm sure that's why they do it, but it's gross. I hate it. I guess you could probably opt out of that. I'm too lazy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm really trying to make my eyes feel better. I'm just going to opt out of that. Have you ever rocked with those blue? What are those blue wave glasses? Oh, so glad you mentioned Chris. This could not be any more apt timing. Literally. So I had a bunch of people I work for a company in which not all of us work the same place, which is not that novel of a concept. I do hear myself saying it. Like I get it. Most jobs, like people work all over the place, but we had a bunch of people in town at our terminal this week and they constantly give me hell about the fact that like one day somebody realized I can see far away and up close, no problem. But I wear these blue light glasses because I consider it to be sunscreen for your eyes. Like, oh. yeah. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, it's sunscreen for your eyes. And they like, cannot get over it. So they always are like, oh, Lizzie. Uh, so you can see far away, like right now, like what? And they're always like, oh, what is this number? And I'm like, without my, like, yes, I can see. But blue light glasses, they do work. That's what I'm trying to say. Wow. I, uh, I, I've, I've always wondered. So that's good to know. Yeah. I won't ever get a pair, but. I'm sorry. Do you, do you put sunscreen on your face? 
and, uh, and like on your arm Mm-mm, no okay, just well, burn just we've burn. got a lot we got a lot to work with because first of all you should be wearing sunscreen <laughs> and second of all you should get blue light glasses sunscreen for your eyes uh i you know what i wasn't gonna wear sunscreen until that song the vit was it vitamin c that talks to us about wearing sunscreen do you remember this song chris now i'm not trying to like flex or anything but you are a little bit older than me so i have no memory of the vitamin c song and i, don't I think, think it might be because you're older than me uh it's not vitamin c it's everyone's free to wear sunscreen it's some song where this guy just talks the whole time and he's like you should love yourself and love other people and you should not have people's thoughts of you build who you are and it's just that they talk it's like a and someone just talk. comes back to sunscreen and he and it's called you should wear sunscreen and that's like the last thing he says and always remember you should wear sunscreen maybe that's why people say that i've heard a bunch of people say that and i've always just been like yeah i guess and it's literally now that I think about it, a lot of people have said that in a funny voice too. So maybe that's what that's from. Yeah. But yeah. no, I've never seen this video about this guy encouraging us to both think for ourselves and then at the very end commanding us to do something. It's, it sounds just, like it would be kind of hard to watch. It's it is odd. I, I've just pulled up uh the lyrics, which it's just him talking. It's not to call it a song is Oh I, no, I hate those. No, I hate when people are like. It, there's like music in the background but it's like spoken word poetry which yes. people are in like i i would I'm, just like to say on the record very cool, cool. i'm yes. all for it like y'all do you but i have no interest in listening to it and the reason is it makes me like it's like when you're watching a dance recital and one kid is like off by like two or three beats and you're just embarrassed like you can't stop be feeling embarrassed that's how i feel about spoken word and that's yeah, how i feel about the song already wow well you should i it's it, I can, we keep calling it a song and I have a true problem with saying that. Um, As you should, it's spoken word with music. Here's one. He says to us. Can, in I, this, just, can I just affirm spoken word one more time? I just want people to hear me say I, I, it's a great thing. I'm all for it. Go for it. It's yeah. I don't have a problem with it, but it's got to be in the right setting. Coming on the radio. I don't know. Know your audience too. That's a big thing for me. Please don't talk about like death on a tuesday in english class uh, as a spoken word like before the class gets going this yes. has happened i don't know if you... <laughs> that felt very specific yeah. yeah like i was in class one time at all i went to like a a, a small christian college so like our classes had like 30 people maximum and this one kid came in and was like hey before the class starts <laughs> can i read something what no, what is he and is he gonna do yeah. it like everyone's like no the professor like no no and the professor's like oh my gosh of course like go for it we're like no kid no don't do it stop Anything. oh no i've never been the same yeah changed your life but it's a weird song we shouldn't uh do it on my tv screen right now i'm i'm paying attention to you but they are currently doing indie car racing which is, do you know IndyCar racing? India? Like the, the country? No, the I-N-D-I, like Indianapolis, I believe, is where that... Uh, it's I-N-D-Y. Things? What? I'm visibly frowning. Did you see that? They're doing IndyCar racing currently in downtown Nashville, on the streets of Nashville. No, 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 no. Here's the reason You can't me. just yell out no. They're doing it. No. <laughs> and here's why. I don't like Indianapolis, like at all. Actually... You know, Chris, this whole episode could not be more apt. I literally just went to Indianapolis like two weeks ago. And I, upon first entering the city, I was like, no, no. For you? So you no, no, no. Are you just saying you hate the Midwest? 
I don't want to say that on the record because I've that, like, either run for president, but absolutely, I do not like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I've never been to Indianapolis. I've not heard a lot of good about it. Well, it's just IndyCar. It's it's like it's like worse, way worse F1 is what I would describe it as. Hmm, F1, the sport that just took off this year. Weird. Weird. No, Crazy. it's like it just, they're like, they look very similar and they just don't nearly go as fast. But they're racing downtown Nashville. They've closed the streets. They're having racing on it. Well, That's cool. You, if you live in the state of Tennessee, here's why you're upset about that. You can't get in and out of Nashville before they started shutting off the road for IndyCar racing. So now everyone's like, great. I, actually, today I was moving Molly and Sam into their uh, another whatever, and they had this random person there. And she and her husband were from Nashville. And I was like, oh my God like do you miss it she's like no the infrastructure makes no sense you cannot get in and out very quickly and i was like everybody's thoughts on nashville right then and there can't wait i wish i had known about this car racing she would have had a field day about it oh no oh we 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 need to get some quotes by the end of this podcast from her yeah uh i don't know i thought it was cool i i didn't want to go but it's just wild to uh cut your tv on see there was some racing and it's downtown nashville bully (laughs) well i can see you hated it but um yeah well next time they they race there we'll we'll go we'll plan on going for the podcast your face says otherwise all right we'll do that well lizzie this is a little bit out of order for us we we normally would have guests on here but uh as i said in an instagram post just trying to get some questions vacations have just destroyed our recording schedule yeah, you took so many vacations. Yeah, I took so many vacations. No, we went back-to-back weeks. You had a few days off and out, and I did more of a stay-home thing, but with a lot of family in town, and we we just – we could. it was tough to try to squeeze a guest in. It's so true. we improvised. Yeah, and so we're doing a, a bye week I think we're calling it a bye week I th- not, Yeah. Yeah, so bye week number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little out of order. So if this looks confusing in your feed, um, just know that we we thought it'd be more fun to put something out than just go, hey, we're missing a week. Yeah, that was a it's a humble brag on our part. We're great workers. <laughs> Wait, do what? I said we're great workers. Oh we, yeah. No, no breaks. No breaks. No breaks for us. No, we're always hustling, as the people say. What's the golf phrase when people say, actually? Let me just pause on this. Remind me I said this because this will okay. come up later in the podcast. So, yeah, pause, pause. Well, we got a couple topics we, we, we can jump into. And obviously, I'll delete everything else I had about uh, the race downtown in Nashville. So, um, well, Lizzie, you've had some pet peeves this week. They come up weekly, but this yeah. week's pet peeves, um, it's always just according to the week. You never know where your week is going to go. You might have a schedule for it, and then you, you never know. So this this week, this well, is. Hey, I recorded I recorded something before we did this, so that I could drop in right here about having the pet peeve of the week. This is like a new segment, so I put a lot of time into recording something for it. Are you you cool with it? Can I drop it in right right here? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Pet peeve of the week. Oh, love that! That's really yeah. great. Huh, not what I was expecting. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I really, you had to like get in and do weird stuff. Like I auto-tuned it. It was nice. So, okay. um, but yeah, go back on to you. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, but I, <laughs> sorry, I'm distracted. I don't know if I should say this, but this like very aggressive, can we add to the pet peeves? So 
this aggressive box popped up in my computer that says force quit applications and I was like panic eyes I was like what's about to quit <laughs> no I can't quit so that was like but that pet peeve thing was great pet peeve number one from this week for right. me um is when to take a phone call right Ooh. and I'm not talking about myself because as we all know if you have pet peeves they're not usually about yourself which is tricky I can acknowledge that I have some bias in saying that I don't pet peeve myself I am certain <laughs> though that the like two people that I spend a lot of time with or were like they would be like Oh, wait, I can't wait to line up my list of Lizzie pet peeves. Yeah, I was going to say, so, so I do pet peeve myself, I believe. So I think it says something about both of us. You don't bug yourself, and I somehow do bug myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't, don't quote me on that. I'm sure oh, that it's I, quoted. I, one of my also quotes about myself is I hate me. So, like, I'm trying to get out of that. but Not I he think- hate me, which was a former uh, – no, that's not a reference. Well, do you remember the XFL from the early 2000s? Did you just – say three letters together do you remember yep. drkl no remember i said xfl x is in xavier don't know if that's true there was a go ahead <laughs> there was a football league put on by vince mcmahon of the wwe and it was like hey we're gonna have more hitting and sluttier cheerleaders and beer like i don't remember that you know just kind of like that and they could put their own nicknames on the back and one guy was he hate me and uh, that was his nickname. Uh, he hate me. So I thought you were saying that. I thought you were quoting uh, he hate me. That Rod Smart. Like that feels like a really niche kind of quote. Um, so, But that was not, not what I was going with. Okay, so my pet peeve though this week. Sorry, sorry. We're derailing. I'm so sorry. I'm derailed on twice now. Is when to take a phone call. So it's not okay. about me. It's about the caller. Uh-huh. Number one pet peeve. When I call you. There's two types of calls in which I'm referring to. The first one is when, when I receive a phone call and the person says, yeah, I'm like, you called me. I don't understand why you yad me. I'm like, hello. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, what? You initiated this phone call. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be saying. Never gets me going more than there's this guy I work with at this point. Now I am certain he does it to annoy me, but if ever at work, like he's in another building or he's like not there, I'm on lunch and he needs a question answered. He'll call me. He will call me and I will say, Hey, insert name. And he'll say, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't, that's not, this is, this is not how it goes. You can't do that. Right. No, I agree. You cannot, you cannot, yeah, the person when you call them. Yeah, so there's that one. It would also be a pet peeve of mine if I called you and that's how you started the conversation. Yeah. Like you should never just, it, no one's, the start of no one's conversation should be yeah on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're... yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, uh, so that's a, that's pet peeve. The second type of phone call is when you call somebody and they answer the phone and they absolutely very clearly cannot take a phone call at that time. Ooh, you're like, okay. The, in a weird roundabout way, you were actually in on this situation when I called somebody and they couldn't take a phone call and I felt like it was obvious they couldn't take a phone call. And right. then I heard from you that you heard our phone call, which is like even worse. Like you couldn't take it and people heard what we were saying. Come I, on. Could, I didn't hear both sides of it. You, luckily, you weren't on speaker, which is a pet peeve of mine. Uh, I call my mother and she she does it on uh speaker and you don't know who's in the car you don't know like you're like i just went to the doctor with this weird ailment you don't want people to know that or 
you know, I don't like, like your, this person. Your grandma's in the car. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear about that, Christopher. Truly. Like, no. Truly. I probably use some language that I'm uncomfortable saying in front of my mom, but not in front of my grandma. And, you know, it's been heard through the phone. Yeah. So at least that wasn't what, I mean, I think hearing one side of the conversation is less, is less bad or is not as bad as them throwing you on speakerphone and, and the other person not knowing. That should be illegal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think it is actually. You should only uh, use speakerphone when you're by yourself. Yeah. I okay. actually, there's a lot of phone situations you could find yourself in. I had to drive back from this work event with multiple people and the guy whose car we were in his bluetooth was connected he took a phone call from his wife oh yeah it gets oh weird. no <laughs> and we were all like and in my mind i was like texting the guy behind me and the girl behind me i was like put it on put it on like your phone put it on your phone and they were like no I don't, i'm not disengaged like i don't want to be in the oh. it was like just weird because he was like hey you're on speaker like oh, okay but at least said he, that no he said it but it, then it was just like weird because it was like so what do you want for dinner and i was like oh my god no i can't please please take it off of bluetooth Listen. so we all have to sit here and hear you talk about what you're going to eat for dinner you're not a real person you're just my coworker. <laughs> i want to say this in his defense uh that's like that to me doesn't seem that bad if you were like hey i'm on speaker and then they they kind of like forgot two minutes in and they were like Oh yeah, I went to the doctor or something like that. You're like, ah. (laughs) But I was just like, hey, we're on speaker. What do you want for dinner? Okay, we'll grab. No, it was like painfully boring, and it's like she didn't realize. Like, I wanted to be like, oh, your wife isn't situationally aware. Like that's what was very apparent to me because he was probably like, hey, I'm on speaker. Like, is it? She could have very easily said, oh, gotcha. Just like was gonna call about this. I'll call you later. Click. No, she was like. So the gender reveal party is tonight at five. What do you think it's going to be? And he was like, and then we're all just sitting there. Oh, dear God, please. Oh, like, okay. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I was yeah. over it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's weird. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think those are, those are the big ones. I, I have someone in mind, but I, if, if someone texts you, I, I'm also very bad at phone calls. I did. I was talking to uh, some people this week about the podcast and I said, I think me and Lizzie have, we don't have a tough time communicating. I'm telling you this on the pod. So it's, we have a, I think sometimes tough time getting in touch with you, with each other. Once Mm -hmm. we talk, the communication's fine, Mm -hmm. but I, I will say it can mainly be me. I'm bad at uh, like Mm -hmm. communication. Or, or using my phone properly, responding to text in, in the appropriate amount of time, answering phone calls, calling back. And you know what? You know what? I was going to say it was mostly me. You might be bad at it, too. No, Chris, you know I never respond. I'm way less like, is that what you're just, are you trying to be like, let me just be humble about this? And then, so you could actually be like, really what I'm trying to say is you never answer your text messages. And I'm going to say it's 50, very much 50, 50. <laughs> I'm not blaming, no, I'm not putting it all on you. You know what? I was going to say 75, 25. So 75 me, 25. Oh, you. okay. No, nah, I don't, it, it may be, but I'm really, I'm notoriously bad. Um, at responding to text and phone calls. Um, so you know how that that guy I was in the car with was talking to his wife on the phone. This just this feels kind of like one of those conversations that we might have uh, should have had not on the. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyone who listens to this can be like, yeah, I know people. That, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> No. If you've ever tried to text me, I 100% have not responded. <laughs> my big thing. So one of my brothers, 
gives me a lot of hell for not responding to text mm-hmm. messages. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing though, is that I don't like to write things. I would rather talk them. So I'm a phone call person. And then one of us amongst the group, not going to name any names, um, does not like phone calls at all and would prefer to never receive or give them. Yeah. I wonder- are, you, are you looking at me? <laughs> I love to, I hate I texting. you hate talking on the phone. No. No, I love I love talking on the phone. What are you talking about? You're like I never call somebody unless I tell them I'm calling them. Uh, well, I think sometimes it's weird just to cold call people, but you. That's what you said, cold call. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's weird. I don't know. That's probably that's probably me overthinking stuff. But well, you know, the people that I would call have like so. If I'm going to call my buddies, it's easier just to text them sometimes. They have wives, they have kids, you know, and then once they put their kids to bed at 8, 830, I'm like, are they tired? Can I call them now? But I would prefer a quick chat on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually was talking to somebody recently and said my new favorite person in the world to communicate with is Stephanie because she messaged me July 8th, 2020, and I responded to her this week about it and you know what her response was uh it was like dang it it was like the kindest nicest like don't worry about it at are all you, are you saying a specific stephanie like your sister okay okay that's what i thought and then i was like I, so, so wait she had texted you over a year ago yeah literally and i just now responded and she was like super nice about it <laughs> she, this is this was her exact response which if you knew her, not you, but people of the world, right. all in all in God's time, kindred spirits we are. And now you have my number if you need it. It was an Instagram message, actually. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and her message to me was received July 8th, 2020. I responded August 8th, 2020. 13 months to the day. That's insane. She is very kind. She's very sweet. <laughs> She's- oh, she really is. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I would just say, but I feel like it should just be noted that you should respond. Even if it's been a year later, be like, Hey, I, I mean, even if your excuse is just like, I suck. I think it's worth saying if you've thought about it. And she is one that I probably thought about it like five months ago and forgot. And then seven months ago forgot. So I have a friend that has texted me twice. Um, uh, I remember the exact two times they called me. Clemson and Virginia Tech were going to be playing that evening, and I was helping my brother move. They texted me that day, and then I can't even remember the score of that game. It wasn't good. I don't imagine it was good. Sure. Um, and then texted me on Christmas, and every time I, I think to text them, I go, but I didn't respond to them the last two times, and then I never respond again. Is See, that bad? You, no, I think you got to get out of the headspace of what you didn't do and just be like, kind of own it because I would rather someone not talk to me Will someone respond to me even if it was like five years later like hey I'm really sorry like I I've been thinking about maybe because it's relatable because I've also been there and I'm like no no I I absolutely get it there are moments where but I I feel comfortable messaging somebody I knew in third grade and being like oh I've I don't know if you remember that you said this to me in third grade, but the third grade, but Goober grape really is the best sandwich. Like it's no problem. Like even if I get no response, I'm not afraid to just be like, I'm just going to go there. Like if it's weird, you won't respond or you might, but it just doesn't bother me. Is that something that happened? Is that an actual text you sent? Absolutely. 
you are Absolutely. an insane person. <laughs> you are an insane person. You're telling me somebody you have not spoke to in years. You're like, I remember this distinct moment from the third grade. Is you that were right. Weird? But is that weird to say it if you're thinking it and you're like, I don't know if you remember that you said this to me. Because sometimes don't you have these memories of things that people said to you? And for whatever reason, you're just like, I, I remember where I was at. I remember uh-huh. when they said it. I remember why. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe nothing will happen of it. And the person's like, this person is actually crazy. Or maybe they're like, I totally remember saying that. I've also thought it was weird all these years. <laughs> you know what? I like I like it. I, I will say I, I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, don't, did anything don't. happen? Did, did they respond? <laughs> they did not. Well, okay. <laughs> Why do you have to ruin everything? Uh, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, that, that, that. Well, hey, let's let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's so funny. And we're back. All right, Lizzie, we've listed our pet peeves. We've we've gone through them. You you've got some uh, sports quotes listed right here. Just you, I think one thing you like to think about, or I don't know, you. I like your perspective on a lot of the stuff. You you you're like, why is it this? Why have we always said this? Why do we? Why does the game look like this? Why is this their tradition and stuff like that? I, I I like that about you. Where I'm just a big dummy, and I'm just like, this is what we say. This is what we do. I mean, none of that for me. <laughs> You're like, I love that voice. But why? Yeah, that voice was terrible. You never. This is what we say. Uh, so, so you've got a Mr. Potato Head meets a really, really lame old man. Oh, I thought it was sounded cool. What? What? No, I don't ask questions. Uh, yeah. No, I know that you know that that did not sound cool at all. No, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. But okay. I feel like that is what I sound like when I hear my own voice with a little country twang. I don't know how to get that southern accent out of there. Well, you're from North Carolina, for goodness sake. Oh, jolly we. <laughs> Nothing could be finer. <laughs> yep, that's where I'm from. I would uh, love everyone to know, though, the rest of my family doesn't sound like Christopher. He sounds unique. Whoa. Okay, wait, say this again. I don't think everybody sounds just like you. Definitely not. Our shared grandmother does not sound like you. She is like. She's like a proper lady sometimes. She's very much a lady. Very much. And I don't think Aunt Donna sounds like you. Uh, you do sound like Uncle <laughs> Great. Great. I hate this. We're cutting this part out. All right. So Lizzie had some terms that we use. <laughs> yeah. They're, ter- they're not quotes. They're terms. Right. Because. I like when things are explained and make sense. And so here, did you want to pick, because you can see my terms. You get to pick some of them because these were the most interesting to me. When you All right. pick one, let me know and I'll tell you what it means. Well, the first one that, that hits my eye is saved by the bell. I also thought that was, come on, the show, right? Right, right. You're saved by the school bell. Right. I've always thought that too. I didn't realize it was a sports term at all. And maybe, you know, some of these in truth, like, I don't know that we could actually determine where they're literally coming from, but this one does make sense that it's not about the school bell because I've often thought like, what saves you? Like, unless you're like in a fist fight, 
in the middle of the hallway or someone's like threatening to beat you up and you're like, well, I gotta go to class because the bell rang, you know, like that's. Oh, that's- I always took it to mean like saved by the bell. Like it, it just, you had more time than you thought. So the bell didn't ring till you got in your seat. Oh, saved by the bell. Or, or it could be you're so bored that when you're Ooh. done, like you're like so bored and the bell rings, you're like saved by the bell. Yeah. Now we can be in the hallway. I'm just picturing the TV show Saved by the Bell because that's, oh, Saved by the Bell. We're in the hallway doing shenanigans. I've actually never seen the show. <laughs> what? What? Never. Mm-mm. I did hear that the guy skirt. Or All right. So this is the last moment of the podcast. It was really fun to do, <laughs> but I'm done. You're no, telling me. Like, skirt or Skippy, he died this year. Some guy on the show. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Is how how do we have anything Skippy. in common? Skippy died this year, and people that I know were freaking out about it. I, I thought you meant a, a peanut butter brand after <laughs> we talked <laughs> goober grape. Uh, yeah, Screech died. I I also think he had like a rough yeah. Time it after. was mentioned. It was mentioned that he didn't have the best uh, lifelong career. I think right. Save by the Bell was okay, but anyway, you can look it up on your own if you're interested. Yeah. Um, you never okay. watched an episode like don't even understand the concept people have told me they're in the hallway lots of terrazzo floors lockers that's all i've gotten from it all right <laughs> okay so moving right along i don't know what to say saved by the bell is actually i know what you're thinking because bell ding 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 it's a boxing term which does make sense and it means to be saved from misfortune or unpleasantness by a timely interruption which we all knew that, but it yeah. just is alluding to a boxer who is knocked out and he needs to get to his feet. Or the and the round ends. I don't. I, I and I'm the a, bell signifies the round ends. Yep. Yeah. So I guess you can't be knocked out. Like if if it's a t- you're going you're down and they're counting to ten, but they get to seven and the bell rings, you're okay. I don't know. That's just something I was going to ask you. Yeah, I I do enjoy boxing. Of all the fighting sports uh boxing is probably my favorite but it's it's not something i'm like invested in i don't know all the 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 rules and you know permeations of the rules and stuff so but yeah that makes sense a boxing turn you can't be knocked out when the because the bell rings same 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 i'm not really into boxing but that one i do use all the time and now i, I know i don't feel as dumb because i was like why are we always talking about school you get done with school you're still talking about school i don't want to talk about school anymore but i'm not done. we're not we're talking about boxing Okay, so what's another one you liked? Let's go with Slap Happy. I also liked this one. So, astonishingly, what did you think Slap Happy meant? I would have also gone maybe with something with boxing. You're not punching with your fit. Maybe you're using more of the inside of your gloves, which won't really hurt somebody. You get instead of using more of your fist of the glove, you're using the inside of your palm, like a slap. You actually are correct. Oh, Yeah, it's a synonym for punch drunk. Punch drunk. Okay. Punch drunk. Am I saying that? Punch drunk. Right. Now, here's the problem with where I'm getting my resources. Yeah. Doesn't define punch drunk. You got anything for me? Oh, you need me to now say what punch drunk means? Uh, No, I found it. It means you're dazed, bewildered, or confused, or behaving in such a manner. So apparently 
it just means, I mean, you can imagine, you know what a drunk person looks like, right? So just imagine uh-huh. that you're drunk from someone hitting you, which actually sounds like the soul sucking worst way to experience life. But yes, yes. Flat happy is just when you're not actually happy, but you're drunk from getting hit so much that you're delusional. That sounds terrible. <laughs> that one's not as fun as Saved by the Bell. Great choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, we learned it, though. I like it. All right. What about uh, on the ball? I also liked this one as well. I uh, I don't think I say it as much as like Slap Happy or Saved by the Bell. I don't really say Saved by the Bell that much in truth. But OK, on the ball is associate. Well, what do you think it means? Now, I think of it of like, let's say uh, soccer, you're watching a soccer game and the person that has the ball is the one on the ball. If you're off the ball, you're making a move without the ball to get open. And if you're on the ball, you're in possession of the ball. It's at your feet. Yep. They oh, said, okay. they said it's a set. Well, they didn't, I mean, not yet. Like everything was great. Oh. Not just like <laughs> roughly. Yes. It's associated with football, but it just means that you're aware of what's going on to you because you're in control of the ball. So if you're okay, ball, yeah, it's your responsibility to be in control of everything. Okay. And so what does that, that mean? Like in pressure. that should just be like cross it out and put pressure. Yes. Yeah. You're on the ball, but we, we use it to mean like you're on top of things, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I don't think they're actually great synonyms because. I don't know that you oh well, I guess you're in control of everything. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, Check yeah. that checks yeah, out. Yeah. I don't know about you. No, I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. And well, uh yeah, I I do. We should keep well, I use it a lot. Well, let's go one more home stretch. Home st- <laughs> uh, I say this a lot. I'm in the home stretch. Uh, Almost yeah. every single day at about 4:15 I'm like we're in the home stretch everyone. We got Ooh. it. I know. What do you think if you had to take a big old fashioned guess? Well, I think you- I know this one. This has got to be a horse racing term, and you because you call the the end of the race the home stretch. They're coming down the home stretch. You hear it when you watch the Kentucky Derby, and they're coming down the end. And you're going to see, especially if you're using it four fifteen, you're going, "Hey, we're at the end of this race. We're at this the end of the rat race. We call a job." Yeah, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's Ooh. what I always think of. There you go. But- so ironic no it's not ironically it's just like i'm kind of like how you didn't know that turtles don't go into other turtle shells they don't grow out of their shells i'm embarrassed to say that i've often thought the home stretch was the last stretch in baseball like from third base to the home plate that's not bad though i gotta say that's not bad the home stretch like you have to just run that little bit and then you're in the home stretch that's pretty much what it is though I've never, ever, ever associated it with horse racing at all in my mind. I've always been like, we're in the home stretch. Like, I think I've explained to people that you have to, like, lunge for the <laughs> You know what? If you had the right concept, though. But, like, either way, you're, you're not right. <laughs> but if you're coming from third base to home, you're at the end of the cycle around the bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's called home base. But you're right. It's horse racing which is the final phase uh, well, we use it as the final phase of whatever you're completing, but on a race course, the home stretch is the final part of the track in which the race finishes. I like that. I like this as a segment as well. I don't know, or maybe we can uh, d- deep, deep dive into a few more of these, but I kind of like, we just take these phrases for granted 
And uh, it's nice to really dig in and, and figure out uh, where they exactly came from. What sport, what sport phrase are we? Well, I'm always so interested too, because don't you ever wonder like at what point it's kind of, I mean, we do that now in our culture. We'll just start taking things. And I mean, I don't know because I'm not a hundred yet. I mean, yeah, very presumptive. Yeah. I was like, maybe, I don't know. I'd like to make it to the big one zero zero, but um, yeah, I would love to know like what we just, it would be cool if you could see something into entire formation. Like Mm -hmm. it was because of something that you knew about and then we started saying it and then you are cognitively aware of like why it's in the world. That's cool. You know? Yeah. 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 I get what you mean to see a phrase start finish and become what it ultimately becomes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well, we, uh, we hopped on Instagram a couple of days ago and threw out a, some questions or a question for some questions. We asked for questions and uh, I got one texted to me because maybe there was a lot to send uh, on Instagram, but it was from grandma Retta, the aforementioned mutual grandma we have. And uh, she had this question. What's your favorite sports quote? So Lizzie, get us started. What is your favorite sports quote? And thank you, Grandma Retta, for this question. I liked it. Yes, same for me. Ditto as well. Um, my favorite quote is from the classically classic movie, The Cinderella Story, when the main character, who is a tomboy type girl who plays baseball, right? Because uh, her dad played baseball. Her dad dies tragically. Her dad owned a diner. Her evil stepmom paints over where he wrote himself in paint on the wall. Never let the fear of striking you out keep you from playing the game. I'm telling you, Chris, a lot of people know about this quote. Okay. <laughs> that was the quote. And so it's the best because, first of all, that movie, very nostalgic. Second of all, how true is it? It's very true. You can't just be like going through you. Well, you could, you have the option to go through life and strike out because you never played, or you have the option to text your friend from third grade about the group of (laughs) and still strike out and still strike out. No, I do like that. I do like that. You played the game. You put, you got in, you played, you weren't scared. I'd rather be a loser than a bench warmer. Right. Yes. Yes. I had to think about that one. I'd rather be a loser. Yeah. Yeah. I like that quote. I stopped playing baseball, not for fear of striking out, but fear of getting hit by a ball. Also fair. Is that the same thing? Yeah. I feel that actually, and it's all about what you care about. I uh, was on my seventh grade basketball team because I jammed a girl's finger in tryouts. Accidentally, it should be noted. And then I was always terrified that my finger would get jammed in some sort of karma situation. Uh And I quit. Yeah, what? so I, what? mine was fear of pain. It wasn't, I didn't want to play that game. So okay. I feel very, yeah, I'm still like 100%. I don't regret, like, that was a good choice for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So you, you, you just didn't want your fingers to get jammed. So you quit playing basketball totally. Absolutely, gave it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to hit, get hit by baseball, so I can't say anything. Um. So, yeah, once kids started pitching at each other, I was like, no, I'm good. I don't trust these kids. Also, didn't enjoy baseball. There's too much. It is odd to me that kids love baseball. It seems like such a difficult sport for kids to fall in love with because a lot of it is standing around. Oh, and super boring standing around. It's not like standing around where you 
No, I guess all standing rounds the same. Yeah, all standing rounds the same. It, to me, it seems like the. I mean, I'm 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 not begrudging the full the whole game of baseball. I think I hear you begrudging the whole thing. I uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it would be tough for. But I guess those games are just shorter. You just got to get those going. But once the kids started pitching at like seven, eight, nine, I don't, I forget what age that is. The games are so long. It becomes not baseball. I mean, I don't know what you do, but once kids can pitch, it becomes not baseball. Personally, I struggle with the series games and that they're every single day of the week and they go into like 2 a.m. I don't know how you could be a fan of a sport that you're like, it's almost like the equivalent of having an infant where that whole week. <laughs> what? Because infants are like up all the time. So like that whole week, you're just basically like sleep deprived because you have to watch your sport. If you're yeah. Too- I get that. Okay, I do get. I get what you're saying now. That was a little bit more. That makes more sense. Yeah. But the, always want me before I come around circles. So. Oh no, I, I had to go. What? That'd be, that'd be. It felt like you were walking over that one. It's like having an infant. I was like, okay, no. Uh, but but the pressure of that type of uh, the pressure of the playoffs or the the uh, World Series is so heightened that uh, that that make every part of it that's slow is now just field with tension if you're playing the 100th game of the season the ten, there's no tension because you play another 60 games sure. but in the in the in the world series you're going to play five a game series and then seven 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 every out is important at that point but yeah they, they you know as we live on the east coast are you no you're in east coast right i don't even know how to answer that you're close to you're close to Mount- i live in a state that is not surrounded by water uh, so you live in the same state as one of our previous guests, Sean, and he is not on this. He's not in the Eastern standard time. Oh my gosh. You're talking about time zones. What, what else do I mean by the East? Well, I'm sorry. I did say East coast. Yeah, I, I, like, I guess like, no, you kind of split. It feels like, and it is, it is split. I think I'm like an hour from where the line is for okay. the. Okay. So that's what I meant. No, you, well, you definitely don't live on the East coast because. You're surrounded by land. You're safe surrounded by land. Oh, I was like, yes, I am. Chris, we just talked. I'm in the Eastern time zone. <laughs> but you're now in the Eastern time zone. Now you're right. So, so that's what I was asking. I've I've lost all train of thought. This is on you. I am Lizzie. I live in Tennessee. I consider myself to be in Tennessee. I'm not. The late honest. games. You were talking about the late games. This is insane. We were talking about the late games. Yes, baseball does start late. We should stop worrying about what they do on the West Coast. They're absolute monsters over there. If they get, if they can watch baseball while they're at work. I don't care. Well, let's stop starting baseball games at nine East o'clock. Coast, best coast. That's right. The only, yeah, with East Coast. I, if people have to like take off thirty minutes from work so I can start a baseball game before I go to bed, that's what we do. Uh, the Kansas City Royals won the World Series a few years ago on the same day that Frank Beamer announced his retirement, and mm-hmm. I, I cried over sports twice in one day that day. You actually cry? Like, do you literally cry? I got emotional. Yeah, I got emotional. I I don't feel like I've ever seen you cry, Chris. Maybe I. I mean, look, it's not like like straight bawling. I mean, I was I, but tears come to your eyes. It's the end of an era with Frank when Frank Beamer retired. Uh, someone who'd been the coach the entire time I, I was alive up to that point. There's there'd only been now there've been two coaches at Virginia Tech football in my lifetime. And uh, a man that had brought me and my family a lot of joy and maybe closer together than we would have been without Virginia Tech football. Wow. Frank would be so proud, which is actually ironic because he's in the next quote. So 
segue. Oh, he is in the next quote. So the next quote is, mine's not really a sports quote that anyone else would know. But we, when... Um, or the my, YouTube, I'm just kidding. Ha ha ha. My, uh, my family, we had tickets all together, which is, we, we, no one has season tickets. Now we had season tickets. They were all together and we would still, you know, four or five of us going to games or whatever we could. There was a man that sat behind us and he, Virginia Tech would get up and he'd go, run the ball, Frank. Now, Frank Beamer has never called plays at Virginia Tech. He has not the offensive coordinator. I mean, he's probably got some input, but he's never been on the offensive side of the ball at any level of the sport. So he had no, he was not saying to run the ball. Um, nor should have Virginia Tech always been running the ball. You got to throw the ball sometimes. It was an old thing, but this just man just sits behind us, goes, run the ball, Frank. Not one time. See, over years, we heard this man say this over time. I don't know what that man's face looks like, but I can tell you his voice is going, run the ball, Frank. The funny thing is, when you guys would talk about that, I always thought that was like a thing that people would say, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's everything that this one man would say. That Just we have, that you guys happen to sit near that we heard about through you. Yeah. And so every once in a while, somebody in my family would just go, run the ball, Frank. And other people, uh, I have friends that say it just out of, there's no context for it. See, I feel like I had a visual in The Blind Side. Do you know that movie? Yeah, yeah. With Sandra Bullock. And she, at one point, is mad because the coach is not doing what she wants. So she calls him on his, son, on his cell phone and she's like, run the ball whatever his name is and it's really funny because first of all everyone kind of shouts that but it's always just funny when you know the person i think like this guy his voice was like 90 percent of it oh 100 and just to continue doing it and me and my brother would be like they don't they actually need to probably open it up just a little bit more and try to extend this like it was not applicable every single time every single time i mean sometimes you need to run the ball and sometimes you don't you think he was a fun guy this guy I don't remember him being particularly fun. It's not like somebody you turned around and gave a high five to and like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, he was probably just, just like, I'm actually pissed because he didn't run the ball yeah. the entire I, they threw They scored 16 times, but this is not the type – they've never scored 16 times. That would be insane. But he's like, it's not the type of football I like. I don't like this newfangled football. Run the ball, Frank. Frank doesn't call the plays. News flash. Listen, we don't have names for episodes, but I would like to name this one Run the Ball, Frank. Yeah, that's cool. We'll do well, it. This is it, Lizzie. We finished it up. We uh, we finished up this episode. So you got anything you want to say? No, I think I'm good. I enjoyed uh, our conversation and it's been a party. It's been a party. All our social media stuff, we put it in the, the, the description, but it's your new fave team everywhere. Um, I got to get better at our Twitter. I'm telling you that on the air so you can't really get mad at me. And we're out. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>